Moving on to a radical guide, a practical, practical point for the viewer. Um, how easy is it to add a location to a radical guide? And I know they can find this out from the website, but I don't know if you can just give a really rough idea of the criteria for what can be added to a radical guide. Uh, well, to answer the question, how easy it is, you just go to radicalguide.com. In the upper right hand corner, it says submit a listing, click it, fill out the information, hit submit. It goes into a pending so I can look at it, make sure it's not going to be some horrible, horrible yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. And then I approve it and then it's live and the world can see it. So it's that easy. Yeah. Um, and in your other question, I lost it. So um, no, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, people can look on the website and see what the criteria are. Um, oh, the criteria. This but, but maybe I can bring in, you know, the 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 age-old thing of, um, uh, you know, non-violent versus violent tactics, and and is it only is it only the most peaceful stuff at your platform, or does do, do groups and and projects which condone sabotage, for instance, is that class as a form of violence in your eyes, or uh, and and where you know where are the lines? To be drawn on this kind of thing and i'm aware as well that it makes a difference what you can say on on you know videos that go on youtube and so on but yeah i mean i don't yeah, mind, i think I, I don't mind what you say but yeah yeah no i'm totally with you i think there's a deeper conversation of what do we define as violence and i th i think if i heard you correctly you you included sabotage within that definition. To well, me, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't personally, but I kind of did that as a devil's advocate. I wouldn't. Okay. Personally. Yeah. So let's talk about sabotage for a second. Economic sabotage, anything, vandalism, all that. Yeah. For the most part, I don't believe that is violent. Um, but there's a context to it. It's not, I don't think like with everything it's not a broad stroke and everything falls under that definition so let me give you let me give you the context to it it's like if we look at groups like the animal liberation front um which is a an anonymous group who goes into animal exploitive industries and removes those animals from from that industry because some of the belief is that, you know, we can't wait for legislation. We can't wait for people to change their mind. These animals are suffering now. We need to take action now. It's a form of direct action. In some of those actions, not all of them, but in some of them, there are acts to destroy the mechanisms that cause pain and suffering to those animals, yeah. to cause economic sabotage to that industry. Is that violent? I think the argument could be made the industry itself, what they're doing to the animals, defines more as violence than yeah. destroying the apparatus of just, yeah. you know, that cool. causes the pain. So that's how I would define violence, nonviolence. So the, to your question, what's allowed on the website, would I allow the Animal Liberation Front if they had chapters or if they existed in that way to be on radical guide absolutely yes right great wouldn't you be at risk i mean i don't know what the law is around stuff like this but would you be at risk of being shut down if you listed too many groups like that i 
I think the risk comes, I, th I think in my experience, and this is may not be true for others, but in my experience, the risk only comes from when, for example, somebody who doesn't agree with the ideology makes it an issue and starts pressure, putting pressure camp, you're doing a pressure campaign right, right. on like my host or whatever to remove okay. me. I think that's what happened. Um, everything that, that is listed on a radical guide is already public information. I, one of the criteria is if it's not public, if it's not, if it's not something you can right, search right. and find, yeah, make sure it's okay by those owners of that, whatever that domain is, is okay with being public on our site because we, we're not in, in, interested in outing anybody, putting anybody in danger. Um, our interest to hosting location is so we know, like for me, one of the reasons why I did it is I want to know who's around me. Like when I travel, I want to know who I can connect with and talk to. Um, I want to know what's happening. I want to learn from other people. I want to see what's happening in the Philippines. Um, I want to see what their struggles are and be in conversation with them around their struggles because not only it helps them, but it also helps me see the world in a different lens so I can be more effective at what I'm doing here in my backyard. Yeah. Um, I if any that's part of the pending process is too so, is, so i can look at that of what's coming in and also not just that is it sexist or is it racist it's yeah. not going on there but it's also is it, it's going to put anybody in danger right. is this already information out there or is it private and if it's private then i may reach out to you and say hey do you have permission is this okay what's wh where what you're coming from on this great great no that's, that's amazing so you launched a radical guide in january of 2018 um can you explain more about what led you to that point um I, yeah i mean i i'm amazed that there isn't when i saw it i just thought well yeah of course why hasn't someone done this already and, and uh so yeah i mean it's crazy that it hasn't existed before but but what what led you to the point of creating it well i think there's multiple reasons and before i get into the multiple reasons just to kind of give an idea of what radical guide is consist of yeah. the main part component of radical guide is listings of radical locations people individuals groups um movements um all around the world it's just kind of a directory of that i we also offer an online course section um you can find at learn.radicalguide.com and that's user-generated online courses that people can create um that helps us get go deeper into maybe radical thought, how to organize. What's on the site now is an online course from an indigenous-led indigenous group from the Red Blood Resource Group that really goes into deep of what it means to become allies and in partnership with indigenous communities and the history of, of what we need to know to do that. There's also I, I partnered with an old friend from way back when, um, a manual of how to do open rescue, um, going into factory farms and rescuing chickens, which is outdated. So I wouldn't take it to heart, but it's just, it's educational. It's good to know. Um, and then there's another course on there from Move to Amend called the Movement Education um, Program, which just goes in deep into knowing our history as, as a movement 
um, and knowing how each movement's contributed to the collective goal that we're all heading. Um, and then how you can incorporate that into um, to your work. And it's also user generated. So if you have a course you want on the site, you can sign in, um, I'll give you permission and you can create your course. Yeah. So um, with all that said, going back to your other question, um, the different reasons why I started is one is the, the exact moment where I just said, I'm doing this. I was in Paris and I was standing in front of a, um, uh, a radical bookstore. And I thought to myself before walking in, I was like, I'm tired of having to do this. I wish there was a site yeah. that listed this so I could just pop in somewhere and it would exist. And I was like, you know what? I can do that. So, so I went back to the room later that night and just started writing out the ideas. And when I got back to the States, built it and launched it. Um, that, so that was just like the need, the need for it um, was part of it. And as I was building it, another reason came to mind, um, you know, you know, how as you do stuff, you're like, you realize, oh yeah, this actually answers that. Yeah that desire that I had is I, I realized that for the longest part of my life, I would never say I was an anarchist for multiple reasons. One, nobody knows what that means. And it's always the same conversation. Oh, you throw bombs. You don't, you don't believe, you know, it just, <laughs> just, just yeah. conversations that are just soul sucking, you know? Yeah. I, so I didn't want to do it. And then I was like, look, how much have we missed out? by not just talking about it, not making it normalized that we can talk about our radical ideas, how, how, what was lost in that. Um, and as I was putting together a radical guide, I'm like, this is an opportunity for people to see that there's other people with your same thoughts. And so part of it, which is still being developed, is that I'm gonna to get to a point where I'm actually interviewing everybody on a radical guide to get their story, their come from why they're doing the work, um, if it's feasible. You know, there's some groups on the site that they don't want to be recorded, and that's great. Um, but I think there's there's work that we could do through Radical Guide to just elevate voices that, you know, get pushed aside to, to normalize that radical thought is not that radical. It's not that it's not a bad thing. We yeah. shouldn't shouldn't be ashamed of it. Yeah. Um, I think there's great groups already doing it. Like you mentioned, Cooperation Jackson, they're doing a, a great effort of saying, this is not something to be ashamed of. This is what, we, this is the world that we want. Yeah. Um, so I just thinking of what, what is our role to help to do that? Right. Um, yeah. So there, I mean, there's multiple reasons. Like there's, it's nothing's in a vacuum. Everything is inspired by something else. So. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm going to skip a few questions out, but yeah, just basically I would encourage all my viewers to check out a radical guide because it's so, so, so rich. And I'm certainly going to be adding plenty of projects from the UK, locations from the UK, um, yes. and a few I know in Europe as well, which I don't think are on that. June the 1st, 2018, you started the Radical Women of the World project. I really love this uh, aspect. Can you explain more of the thinking behind that initiative? Yeah, again, multiple reasons. Um, one, 
as I was putting together the site and thinking about what the content was and what people were already submitting, it seemed as most things heavily male oriented, you know, it was, um, so I was like, well, what can I do to help spark an inspiration to go down a different path? Um, and at the same time, I think I was putting, I think I was putting Lucy Parsons, um, burial site on on site as i was in this thought process of like this is really male-centric heavy-sided um then it dawned on me as i was posting that i was like why don't i just highlight women of the revolution or radical women of the world or, or things like that um and so i started playing around with that and i found books that i put into the radical god shop um i started creating shirts that highlighted different women and then also started putting locations of birthplaces burial sites things that, that women have done on the site um so people can go visit those locations um and be in touch with that part of history uh part of history and part of current history um so that's kind of right yeah really great we're kind of woven into is like the realization that shit like this usually ends up being male dominated and i didn't want yeah. it to be male dominated great 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 yeah because you know i mean i've still got a lot of study and reading to do uh, but um well there's always more to do isn't there but but regarding sort of the history of anarchism and communism as well like there are all these big yeah heavyweight male figures and then just recently i've realized that there's there's all these there are lots of there were there have been lots of women involved in these traditions and they and they seem to be marginalized by by anarchists themselves you know like the, the so-called the so-called radical left still isn't radical enough a lot of the time or, or hasn't been maybe things are getting better now but um yeah um yeah i think that is a good point and there's a there's a, a slogan i have in my mind and my response about that is like normally people when people say well you're, you're you're singing to the choir and my response to that is like our choir is out of tune yeah and it's right. because of that it's yeah. because of what you just said yeah. um and so yeah i don't have a problem with, you know preaching to the choir or singing to the um, choir because of that we still as the left have a lot of work to do <laughs> definitely yeah yeah definitely um okay so in mid 2020 you achieved 700 user-generated locations. Um, maybe it's a bit of a technical question, but it's just more of a personal interest. Like where, where, where do most, where does most of the website traffic come from? Do you know, do have you sort of done a deep analysis of that? Like where, where do most people come from to the who contribute to to a radical guide, or or is it just really really diverse? It's I think the heaviest locations is Australia. The Philippines, UK, and parts of the US. Okay. California also contributes a lot. Um, we're we're I'm starting to see little pockets of more activity in South Africa. Okay. Um, and in Brazil, and um, I think it's Peru. Okay. I have to look again. Don't quote me on that last one, but I think it's. Per yeah. So, 
So, so the Philippines, is that because you, what, your first interview or one of your early interviews was a project in the Philippines? Did it kind of branch outwards from there? Is that... I think the, the first interview from the Philippines became because of the high oh. um, engagement with a site from the Philippines. Oh, okay. Um, because it's what normally happens, you know, it's, it's, it's a living, living, breathing site. So people post things and then sometimes they reach out to me on social media or email me directly from the site and we just start conversations. Um, what are you up to? What's going on? Can I do that? You know, people just have questions or just want to connect. And that's what happened in the Philippines. And um, it started with the, uh, the Bandito Info Shop there in the Philippines. And it's, it's branched out to where we did a fundraiser for the uh, Feral Crust, which is an autonomous um, land regeneration project trying trying to build a place for community to come, get connected back to the land, build new traditions, um, all the way to where I helped support um, the recording of a radical anarchist blues band, Philippine blues band. Wow. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have their music on the site once that album gets complete. But it's just, you know, the best thing about it is just all the conversation with people around the world is like, hey, let's do something together. We're like, yeah. all right, what is it that we can do? And we'll, and it's 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 a blast. Right. I think historically, I think that whole the whole area, um Philippines Vietnam, Korea, yeah. um, even even parts of China has a deep, rich, radical history um, that we don't hear about much. I'm actually in a conversation with a friend who's originally from Korea about different resistance because it's a it's a discovery process for both of us because yeah. she's she's from there um, or her family's from there from Korea and there's a disconnect with with traditions and stuff just because this way our our culture works is it separates us so we've been in conversations around what does it look like what are, you know what is the different resistance movements out there um and it's it's fruitful it's really amazing um i can loop you in some of the materials that we're we're sharing from that conversation if you're yeah. if you're interested no in that fascinated. That as well. definitely definitely fascinated. Yeah. yeah yeah great great okay so um a radical guide is obviously very versatile with online media and uh, soft tech i guess as someone who is not good at this uh, myself can i ask will you be running any courses well maybe there are some courses on your website i didn't i didn't investigate thoroughly specifically about how to manipulate online media and software for activism that's a great question i did, was in a conversation last year with a woman in australia she was wanting to build a course for the site around um uh, online security about security culture oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. um and something something's happened where we have to delay that um something's happening Okay. on her side um but that sh hopefully should be coming i don't I, I can't say when but that's in the in the pipeline and i'm anybody listening if you have something that you want to add let me know i don't have anything planned to build about wow. about that um 
but yeah i'm totally open for it great great yeah no i just wish i could i wish i could like design a website as 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 sort of stylish as 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 a radical guide basically yeah still shit just still it yeah <laughs> <laughs> right right well i don't know how to do that <laughs> yeah i'm kidding kids stealing is wrong okay <laughs> So yeah, October 24, 25, 2020, the Radical Guide partnered with Movement to Amend, Community Environmental, Legal Defence Fund, Liberty Tree and Pashamama Alliance to reimagine the US Constitution. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that inspiring idea and what came out of that? Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember the website. I should know it. Um, they come to me as I, as I talk. I'll, I'll remember it in a minute. Um, yeah, so what we did and what well, I'll talk about that in a minute. What we did was we we ended up doing a three day um, online version of a people's movement assembly. Um, and for those of you who are not unfamiliar with what a uh, people movement assembly, which we shorten as PMA, is it's usually done in person in a geographical location where people of that community come together and look at what is needed for us to come together as a community and to create the world, you know, the conditions that we want, want to live in. And from those three days event, it's like going deep of everybody listing what you want to do, hearing what those items are and then coalescing what is the how do we connect the dots and then build a plan to move forward to make that happen so in this partnership to do this online pma it was to do that but do it for the united states to look at what would reimagining the u.s constitution look like what you know kind of taking um inspiration from other countries who do frequently rewrite their constitutions. We're like one of the right. few countries who hang tight on it. And yeah. it's, it's too sacred to touch. But taking inspirations from, at the time, Iceland was in the news for right. their dramatic um, rewriting of, of the country. You know, just clearing the slate, let's make it work for the people. Um, we wanted to have a similar conversation or begin that conversation to spark inspiration around what would it look like to reimagine the constitution and then how do we come together to make that happen um so three days you can watch the videos online you can watch it you can see what the conversation was i think the breakout groups are not captured but you can yeah. probably ima imagine what the conversations were like there yeah. the results from it um is a website <laughs> for the life of me i'm drawing a blank on it but i will share it with you um and that website also built a coalition of people who are continuing to carry the torch to really solidify this where like we're in constant conversation about what is needed both financially what is needed um people wise to continue this conversation and actually have this become a larger scale conversation. So it's still a work in progress. It still has momentum on it, but it's, it's, it's not a fast moving thing because we're being intentional. And sometimes also life gets in the way that slows things yeah. down. Um, let me no, see if I can find good. that. That sounds really great. Yeah. Well, you can send it. Yeah. Well, well 
whatever you want. Yeah. Um, so how has the pandemic affected your work, whether it's with a radical guide or your other work? And has there been some silver linings or some reflections on how do we organize in these times of crisis? Have you done a lot more? I mean, a lot of your work, a radical guide is obviously a lot of that is online, but so maybe that actually sped up during the pandemic or maybe not because your, your other projects probably suffered. Um, it, it's a little mixture of both. Um, it slowed down the idea because like I've mentioned earlier, I want to get to a place where I'm actually face-to-face -face talking to people where they are learning the history. Because an, an idea that I have is, um, I said it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I really mean it, um, is I want to do a video project that merges what we know and think of, of like Anthony Bourdain, with, um, where he's going out and just having raw conversations over beer with yeah. people, with, um, um, God, I can't even think of his name. Rick Steves, sorry, my mind is, it's been a long day for me. I want to merge what Rick Steve does with Anthony Bourdain, but do it in a radical, um, a, a radical context. So Rick Steves, for those who don't know, is, is a, he's famous for his travel series called Rick Steves Europe. Um, and he just goes in and it's just a typical travel show. But Rick Steves has a slight anti-fascist slant to some of, oh. the, some of his stuff. So it's really, it's really good on that. So I just kind of want to merge those two ideas into talking to people on the ground, learning. So what it would look like if like, I went to Oakland, California, yeah. I would do a history of the Rick Steve style, do a history of the Black Panther Party, go to locations of where significant events happened, where their headquarters, et cetera. Talk to people from that time and from the current Black Panther Party and also interview and talk to, have conversation with people who are doing work on the ground and other domains. Yeah. Um, so the, the ultimate dream is to do that everywhere. Uh, COVID put a damper on that. Um, yeah. But in the other areas, it's, it's given me more time to focus on creating stuff like the Roku channel, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. being in deeper conversations with people in other countries about projects. So. Yeah. That's a great aspiration to travel around by interviewing all, all of the uh, people on uh, a radical guide, but surely you couldn't get around everyone. I mean, would, would you employ someone else to or work with someone else to visit some of them? <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, I, I, it hasn't come to for. I think I think the the model that I have in mind is starting local and branching out, and is if there's actually a collective interest and doing that because I can have the best ideas for forever in my head but if once they get out they may not be the best ideas so uh, the idea is let's just start doing a kind of local get connected get the rhythms going and if people want more of it then the question could be, then becomes is like well how do we do it in Europe how do we do it in South Africa how right. do we do it yeah. right. and it could be hey calling Matthew up and saying hey can you go talk to these folks? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I might be up for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I um, remember the website, and I just put it in the chat. It's great. Um, the website is peoplesconstitution.us, and the site's called Towards a People's Constitution. So you can see what's going on with that. Perfect. Great. Um, so 
I started out this channel focusing on climate activism. Um, so what is, you know, for, for people who are maybe still focused on that as the main issue, um, what is a radical guide's perspective on or, contribu or contribution towards dealing with the urgent climate crisis? What is what is radical guides contribution to this um potentially or, or or you know i guess you could ask i mean what i want to ask people to do is to broaden their understanding of what is causing the crisis in the first place absolutely. um but i yeah i don't i was just wondering whether i guess some more climate specific projects might help draw people in in that sense uh, but i don't know um on a radical guide but that's up to the users to add those projects i guess um yeah i think part of it is what what we're doing is I, um it's really pointing out what you just spoke about is like getting to the root of what's causing this this problem um and because most people, when they think about the climate crisis, think about it as an environmental issue or an environmental crisis. But the root cause of it is the mindset that allows us to get there. That's how we treat each other. It's just yeah. a racism. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, we can we use terms environmental racism, but it's how we actually treat each other. Yeah. It's about our separation from each other. It's about our separation from the land that right. we talked about earlier right. because that separation allows us to justify actions that destroy and create the harms again going back to animal agribusiness great example because we're so separate and we feel we have a mindset of domination over animals for whatever reason gives us the permission to create such horrendous industry that not only causes pain and suffering but also impacts the climate in such a dramatic way the same way that our dependence on on extraction industry um and not really looking at that as a collective you know looking at it from the lens is like because we allow people to do mountaintop removal because we allow people to um extract oil from the ground um to pull out lithium um uranium from from mine so we can have solar panels and batteries and all that is the root cause is our separation from the land of the sacredness of that and i think it's about us getting reconnected to that will help us as long as we we bring justice to the forefront in our work and how we see things we're not going to solve the climate crisis we're just going to constantly reinforce the things and the patterns and and the rhythms that's, that's constantly creating it right. um and right. i think and i think that's a hard thing for people to realize because again the mindset narrative that we're in is like extraction is okay yeah. domination is okay and now we have to shift that yeah, yeah. um and so part of one of the things that radical guide is doing is on um june 24th 25th and 26th we're doing um an online event which is not public yet, uh, the registration, I'll send you the link when the registration page, it should be a couple of weeks that that'd be ready. We're doing a, a three-day online event um, called uh, A Radical Gathering, Cultivating a World That We Deserve. And it's gonna be two days of panel discussions from different people from all over the US 
Um, can be all over the world if you want to get in, email me quickly so we can get you on the panel. Um, talking about everything, you know, this whole spectrum. And then on Sunday, the third day of the event, we're going to do a PMAs and we've heard everything. What are we going to do to move forward to actually cultivate that world we deserve? Um, so that's one, one way where Radical Guide is also contributing to the conversation. Um, and I'm open to others. That's, that's not a period after that. That's just what we're doing right now. Right. No, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's really great. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, my, I'm getting overwhelmed with all of this amazing stuff you're telling me about. Um, oh, yeah, so I'll maybe just a couple more questions before we sort of wrap up. Um, I was really happy to see uh, your collaboration with Sounds of the South, a hip-hop collective of some kind. I didn't get a chance to explore it deeply, but because on my own channel, I've started interviewing hip hop artists. Um, I mean, I love I love all kinds of music, but I just started by focusing on one genre um, because I thought it'd be some light relief from the activism, but also because there is a lot of activist content in hip hop. Um, and yeah, I'd just love to know how you made that connection. And is there any chance I could interview any of those guys myself, do you think? Absolutely. I think so. I think our, my connection with Sounds of the South was I stumbled across them. I forget how long ago. And I was really impressed because Sounds of the South is an anarchist collective based in South Africa um, that works to build uh, international working class counterculture um, movement. They're also anti-authorian, anti-classes, anti-racist, anti-sexist, and their music reflects that. Um, so they're a collective. It's not just like it's the same members all the time. It's, right, right. it's a collective, so it, so it rotates. Um, and they have a Bandcamp page and Facebook, and YouTube, and all that. And when I this when I found them, you know, I was listening to their music. And I was like, man, this would be really good addition to Radical Guide, just, yeah. just as a listing so people would know about it. Um, so I posted um, the location about them. No, actually, I wrote a blog about them on Radical Guide, and they responded to it through the social media because I share it all over posts on social media. They responded as a like, um, and I think they said thanks or something, something very simple. Yeah. Um, so I just, it opened up the door just of like basic conversation. And then as I was building the Roku channel and the Fire TV channel, I was like, I really want music on here. So I reached out to him again and said, hey, this is what we're doing. Could you give me access to your videos so I could put them on, on the thing? And they said, absolutely. So now we ha I have an open door policy with them anytime a new video is created or anything that they want to share. Um, they send it to me and I, and I broadcast it out. Right. So it's, it's very surface level relationship and not, and not, not that, you know, we don't go way back. We don't talk oh, yeah. every day, but it's just like the element, one of the things, strong points that radical guide is good at is just lifting up the voices and shining the light on things. And that's kind of the relationship we have with them. Great. Great. Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, as I, as I sort of collect different, hip-hop artist to interview if uh, any you might be interested in um to 
uh, platform yourself, then uh, just let me know at any point. Um, um, or I can talk to you about that another time. Um, maybe just uh, maybe just a couple more questions, if that's all right. Yeah, let me answer your question about about you contacting Sounds of Disaster doing an interview. Oh, okay. They're very responsive. They're they're very right. responsive on their social social media page. So Perfect. just reach out to them, and excellent. I'm sure they'll say yeah. Lovely, awesome. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Um, so yeah, a bit of a sort of heavy, big question. Um, just before I ask you what other things might be coming up for a radical guide, um, in terms of sort of long term strategic vision. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know really what I want to ask here, to be honest. Whether I'm asking you as an activist with all your stuff, or whether I'm asking for a radical guide, um, and also thinking about where we are globally and 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 the movement of resistance to the horrible, you know, capitalist, colonialist death machine, which is taking us further and further towards the brink. Um, what I mean, what are your thoughts for the future and your hopes and well, not hopes, but you know how how effective is a genuine global resistance to the capitalist colonialist death machine? You know, how, are, are we getting anywhere? <laughs> and and how do you see your own life path uh, as part of that, and including a radical guide? I guess if that's not too much of a broad and depressing question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's important for us not to get always caught up in the you know the the death machine the yeah. the the negatives and I, th I think it's highly 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 important for us to be aware and know about them because yeah. that helps to strategize what we're trying to change. Um, and so, to your question, are we getting anywhere? I have to say, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think you know, the follow-up question to that would be, are we doing it fast enough? Right, right, right. I, I don't know. Maybe not but, quite yet. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think continuously having the conversation um, will get us there. Continuously be engaged, and I, and I, I don't want to say, I don't want to put a period after continuously have the conversation because this is not. A battle of ideas this is not but it's to have a conversation around what is our strategy what do we want and actually not what a what do jason or radical guide wants but what do we want what are jason and matthew and whoever else is in our in our voice range want getting at that core in every sense of our conversations will lead us to finding and discovering what is needed and how we get there. Operation Jackson, again, since we brought them up before, bring them up again, is a great, great example of that. Yeah, um, they're, they're saying we're, you know, they're taking a page out of the history. I'm not, I'm going to put words in their mouth, but they're taking a page out of the history. If you look at the Black Panther Party, um, Black Panther Party said that system that oppresses us and holds us back is not our system. And we fool ourselves every time we think that is our system. We need to build our own. And that's what they did. And that's what we're seeing in, in Cooperation Jackson. Um, so the more times we're looking at what are we building while we're resisting, the closer we'll get there. Yeah. The time frame, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I can't, uh, everything, everything, what the past 
couple of years have showed us we we can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to shift our lives yeah. so dramatically instantly. I mean, COVID changed everything yeah. on a dime, but it didn't stop the resistance. It didn't stop the creativity. And I think for me, it's let's let's not be afraid and, and shy away from that creativity. Let's be in that conversation and be in that action. Take the conversation, creativity, and turn it into the world that we want. Yeah, definitely. Great, great, great. Well, I think it's it's good to um, end around here. Um, I don't know if you've got any final thoughts um, or any any sort of what's coming up for a radical guide that viewers should know about, um, or any or any sort of final message you want to give people. I think I mentioned everything that's coming up. Um, the event that's coming up, I'll send you all that information right, right. after this call. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, if for whoever's listening and wants to be engaged or just, even if you don't have a location, um, I have my hand in a lot of different things. So reach out and let's talk and let's, yeah, yeah. If, we, if you want to have conversation, let's do it. If you want to get in action, let's do it. Um, Radical Guide is, is, is not an organization. It's not uh, an entity. It's me. And it's, it's whatever time I can put into it. So um, I welcome all voices, ideas, um, creativity, and submissions. So right. submissions to the site, not submission. And that, that sounded weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>